You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. If you want to call and comment on the Giants and what they are and what they were on Thanksgiving Day and the future and if they're going to make the postseason, I'm not going to stand in your way. 1-800-919-3776. But I want to uh, I want to get to the Jets. And, boy, this thing, you, you know what the shame of it is? Like, it's it's all in place, right? The defense is excellent. I mean, the running game, for the most part, is pretty good. The offense, they I, I mean, you know, with, with Conklin and Uzoma, and, and, I mean, they, they actually have weapons, and now Corey Davis is back healthy, and Denzel Mims is playing, and Garrett Wilson's a stud, and Elijah Moore should, should be pretty good. But, boy, that quarterback situation, that, that is a massive problem right now. And I, I don't even I, – I, I guess they're doing the right thing. See, my, my thing is twofold here, is you need to win games now but you also need to find out and figure out if this guy is going to be the quarterback of the future. So now by benching Zach Wilson this weekend, the Jets are what? They're 6-4, and four, right? They have seven games left. So you're going to bench Zach now. If, if they win on, on Sunday and, and Mike White plays pretty well, can you go, can you go back to Zach Wilson? I don't – can't – how do you do that? Like, like Mike White – and you got to figure. I mean, the Bears defense is – it's bad. Mike White goes 18 to 25, 212, two touchdowns. You win the game 27-13. On on Wednesday of this week, do you now say, all right, Zach is our quarterback? How how can how can you do that? How can you do that? And if you do, is that you want to throw Zach Wilson back into the mix in Minnesota? Or the week after that in Buffalo? I I don't know. Now are you treating him with kid gloves? Are you at the point? I mean, I don't know what the Jets are. And I think that internally they probably know. My take is Zach Wilson stinks. And everyone and Rick's tries, you know, he was he was pretty good against Buffalo. He they don't ask him to do anything. He was he's a passenger. Uh, he he's played what 20 games in the NFL. Have you how many times have you watched Zach Wilson and said, "Oh, that's my quarterback. That's the guy I want to build around." No. He's he's nothing. Like he's had how many moments that you've watched him play and you thought to yourself, "This guy this guy's a good quarterback." This guy's the difference maker. This guy's legitimate. None. He's not. He's shown you that not at all so far in the early stages. He he has been so bad that you're middle of year two and you can't play him. And I don't know if it's because he's that bad on the field or even worse off the field. Like if you scripted, I mean, how deficient do you have to be with leadership capabilities that in a post-game interview, you're asked by the media, do you think you let the defense down because the defense allowed three points and you scored three points, and your answer without hesitation is, no, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't let the defense down. How could you possibly have that take, even if internally, which is mind-boggling in its own right, even if internally you truly believe that you did nothing wrong you do realize what position you play and what city you play in, right? I mean, can you have a modicum of awareness to answer the question of, yeah, man, I, I got to be better. I let the entire team down in this game. I mean, you're Justin Fields. Justin Fields, so you watch him and it's dynamic, right? When things don't go well with Justin Fields, what do you have happen? Well, he, he falls on the sword. Are you have to be kidding me. Zach Wilson, you have to be better. You have to be better on the field, and you have to be better in front of the microphones. 
I mean, do they not give this guy any kind of a, a, a media training? What? How, how do you think? How do you think you did in this game? Do you think you let the team down? I mean, do they do they go over none of this? I thought there was like full media sessions and training, especially when you're the quarterback. Nobody cares about the the right guard. Nobody's concerned about the backup linebacker. Everybody wants to know what does the quarterback say, especially when he's bad. What is the quarterback thinking? What does the quarterback say? How does the quarterback feel? Did the quarterback let the team down? No. No. I mean, he was as bad. I mean, you saw the stat. They got, what, 2.77 inches per play in the second half? He was as bad in the second half. And Rick is selling me all week. I mean, Dave, that Patriots defense, that's a good defense. You know what? That elite Patriots defense got sliced and diced on Thanksgiving night. Sliced and diced on Thanksgiving night. They're fine. You want to say they're good? They're good. That's not, that's not the 85 Bears. That's not the 86 Giants. That, that, that's not a special defense. They have some good players. Judon is good. They're good. They're not great. The fact you put up three points against them and then were asked, did you let the team down, let the defense down, and immediately without hesitation, no. Nope. I mean, e- every concern you had, coming into his tenure here with the Jets has lived out and lived up to exactly why you were so worried. Now, I I mean, listen, I I don't know. You hear the the kid has had no adversity in his life. Well, you know what? Whatever it is, it's not going well. And, I mean, can you sit here honestly and tell me that you think that Zach Wilson is the answer for the Jets quarterback? You know. Even if you don't want to admit it to me that you know, you know. Deep down internally, like that other voice you have in you, you know, he's not good. He's not good now. He's not going to be good this year. He's not going to be good next year. And when do you bring him back? You're going to bring him back against Minnesota? On the road in Minnesota? On the road in Buffalo? Against the Lions? I tell you what, you, you don't go out there and put up 24 points against the Lions, you don't win that game. Are you going to, are you going to put him back out there again? I mean, where? Against the Jaguars, you're going to wait till there's four games left in the season, three games left in the season? I don't know. And now, unless he uh, emphatically turns the page and you get to the point where you say, he's the answer, how in the world could you go into next season with Zach Wilson as your quarterback? So it's a loss on so many levels. He's not good now. It's hard to envision you're going to put him back in the lineup and he's going to lead you to the postseason. And how can you possibly think about him as your quarterback next year? The answer on all of those is, you can't, he's not. And he won't be, or shouldn't be. 1-800-919-3776. D in Queens. D, good morning. I know you're always in a good mood. How are you? What's up, buddy? No, those not a good mood. Don't, 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 don't start that way. Listen, we've been going back and forth for two years. I'm, I'm glad you finally came to the light. Because let's go through the list. You had Mac Jones, right, who, when you look at that 49er system, that's where the, the offensive coordinator comes from. You got Jimmy G and Tua. So you could have gone with Mac Jones, a soft tosser who's accurate. That would have made sense. Or if you wanted what this guy, what they thought this guy was, was a big arm athletic dude. What the hell? What, what, Justin Fields yeah, is you, you, right you there. You know what, you, know what the, you were sold a bill of goods, and it is blown up in your face. I mean, seriously, this is crazy. Like, I've been calling you guys and telling you, like, this guy ain't the guy. He's just not the guy. He's just not it. Like, well, you know what, D, in fairness, I never, I never sat here and told you he was the guy. I was just uncertain, yeah. but I'm, I'm no longer uncertain. I, I think you have a major problem on and your another, 
And another thing is, Peyton Manning, his own father said, I'm kind of glad the Jets didn't draft him because I don't think he would have made it in New York. This guy's from Utah. Okay? His media response was actually expected when you come from a small school, you're not used to this type of energy. He's a tourist. He's not from here. You, you, yeah, you but you, you know what? You, you know what? I you mean, come on. Jones, there's there's plenty of guys. There's plenty of guys that are not from here. There's plenty of guys that can. No, but, football, that can endure. No, 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 no. If he was good, it would go away. If he was good, it would go away. You know, Mark Messi is not from here. Mark, and thanks for the call. Mark Messi is from some small rinky-dink town in Canada, and and he managed to make it work in New York. All right, I can sit here and give you a laundry list of guys that are not from a big town. That Mickey Mantle is from, from some small podunk town in Oklahoma. And when you got it, you got it. And when you don't, you don't. So I, I don't necessarily think that because he's from Utah, he's not capable of playing here in New York. I think the fact is he's just not good. I mean, you hear people, like, I can sit there and analyze the game. I can't sit here and tell you that it looks to me like he hasn't studied the playbook. Right, like Dan Orlovsky said. Or now you see reports coming out from the Jets, you know, locker room and behind the scenes that he's had the yips since spring. That has nothing to do with being from Utah. Either you have it or you don't. I mean, well, Clyde Frazier is from, you know, small town in the Midwest. So, so the, the greats can, and he's not one of them. Steve in Naples. Steve, you're on 98.7. Hey, listen, you know, the Jets have to have the courage to move on and not drag this out. Trade him. Maybe you get a third or fourth round pick. Bring in a veteran, but you have to keep trying. Until, you don't go anywhere until you have the quarterback. Draft two quarterbacks, for heaven's sakes, in the later rounds. Have them fight it out. But I, I agree with you. Zach looks like Chuck Knobloch on a football field. And as we all know, that's very hard uh, to fix. Maybe the kid does well in a different scenario. I don't think so. My, uh, my I don't idea think so, is Steve. trade him I, the, I think it's over. And, and thanks for the call. Up. I, I, I think it's done. I mean, there are just there are times when you feel like you have the answer. And again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it turns around for him. I just I don't I don't think so. I think this ship has sailed. But I will agree with one thing he said. The sooner you admit you made a mistake and turn the page and move on from it, the better you'll be. You you can't compound it. And I get it. He's a second pick in the draft, but you know what? If he's not gonna be good, he's not gonna be good. And there's a lot of people that thought this from jump, and it is now glaring. He is not a good at a at a minimum. He's a lousy quarterback in the NFL now, and I don't really see it turning around. And I think the truth of the matter is neither do you. And the only thing you can do is try to lie to yourself, but that's the worst thing you can do. Listen, Joe Douglas has gotten a lot right, a lot right. That was a huge swing and a miss. Would you rather have Mac Jones? Yes. Right. I've been mean, signing close. Would you rather have Justin Fields? Yes. And remember when you're like, oh, it's not that big a deal that, that Jacksonville gets the first pick and we get the second. Franchise-changing situation. 1-800-919-3776. More calls on Zach, on the Jets, on the Giants, and then at 1030. I mean, it's why you wake up on a Saturday morning. Stump Rothenberg. All that and more. And I'm on with you until 1230, till the Rangers and the Oilers right here on 98.7. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. You know what the truth is? I just, I don't, I don't know if there's any optimism about Zach Wilson. 
because you hear a lot of people, well, it's only 20 games, and it's when was the last time a quarterback looked awful, awful? Like, he didn't belong in the league 20 games, and then at the end of his career, you're like, boy, did that thing turn around. Does that Honestly, does that happen? Look, look around at the quarterbacks in the league now. Are, are, honestly, now, are there any quarterbacks that were, were just unplayable, that were so bad, and now you're like, boy, it really, it really turned out. Like Josh Allen was not great, but was not this bad. And by now he was he was turning a corner. Tua, right, was not this bad, and already now he's turned the corner. Mac Jones is better than this. Mahomes, you knew from game one when he started the last week of the season in Denver. Herbert right away. Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, right? Russell Wilson, you're like, wait, do they have something there? Lamar, Burrow. I mean, Jacoby Brissett is better. I've seen more from Kenny Pickett in, in moments now than I have from Zach Wilson. Tannehill, Tannehill maybe is one because Tannehill was not good, but I don't think he was this bad. Matt Ryan, I mean, come on. Trevor Lawrence is light years ahead. And Houston, and Davis Mills is not good, and they moved on from him. I mean, Jalen Hurts. I mean, the, Dak Prescott was pretty good right away. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is so much better than Zach Wilson. If if the Giants called the Jets right now and said we'd trade you Jones for Zach, the Jets would do it in in a quarter of a second. A quarter of a second. I mean, the, the only other guy you can think of that's gotten time that's a high pick that you're not sure of is is Trey Lance, and he just he hasn't played. I mean, almost at all. So I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe Geno Smith because Geno Smith was bad for quite a while, and now it looks like he's pretty good. But it, it, it really it doesn't happen that a quarterback is bad and then just it, it changes quickly. It, it really it does not happen. So if you're expecting that to happen with the Jets, and the thing is their defense is so good, you don't even need the quarterback to be great. You just need the quarterback to be good. And you need him to be able to win a game if he's called on to do it. And forget about winning a game. He's, you're losing games because of how bad he's been. And that's the truth. Wolf in New Jersey. Wolf, you're next up on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, how are you? Good. What's going on, bud? Long time suffragette fan. Uh, I'll tell you, if I never see Zach Wilson play another game in the NFL, it'll be too soon. At this point, the conversation around him is like beating a dead horse. The Jets have an awesome team. They're stacked at a lot of positions. They're better. And I think Joe Douglas thought they were going to be, which is a bit of an indictment on him that he didn't have a backup that was ready to go. Now, we'll find out if Mike White's going to be that guy. If Mike White's not that guy, they can turn to Flacco. Flacco's been there in the cold-weather games. He's been there with a great defense. He's been there with a good run game. And I'd like to see what he does if White falls flat. I don't want to see Wilson start again well, regarding the GM. I think he's, I think he's going to, Wolf. I, I think that it's well, – I, I have to – I pray. can't envision that it's, that it's over for him entirely because you can't not play him for the rest of the season and then go into next if, year. If Mike, if Mike White plays well. I, think, I don't think it's a question. I don't think he plays again. Yeah, but do you really expect Mike White to go out there and light it up week after week? I don't, but I expect him to play a hell of a lot better than Wilson's in playing. I think about 36 other quarterbacks in the NFL right now could play a hell of a lot better than Wilson's in playing. Regarding Douglas, real quick, I want to get this in. I don't want him drafting a quarterback, but he's got to go out and he's got to get a free agent. He's got to get maybe two free agents. But you want Joe Douglas like as your too. guy, right? You want Joe Douglas I do, to continue he's to be a GM. fantastic and incredible team along with Salah. This is a great team that, once again, you know, like 0-9-10 is being held back by the quarterback 
we can't make the same mistake we made in 09 and 010 and go with Wilson again next year. We need a guy like Jimmy G. We need Aaron Rodgers. We need somebody who can play the position back there because the rest of the team is ready to go right now. Yeah, they are. Wolf, if I told you I'm going to give you Aaron Rodgers, and I don't know that's going to work financially because they own so much money there and they would eat so much if they moved on from Aaron Rodgers. I give you Aaron Rodgers, Jets quarterback. What are your expectations next year? Super Bowl, 100%. I think Aaron Rodgers, if he was on the team this year, he'd be league MVP or in the discussion for it. Yeah, I think it's fair. Thanks for the call. I, I, I mean, I agree. I mean, I think you have to be despondent if you're a Jets fan right now. And I agree also that Joe Douglas has done a, a phenomenal job in putting this team together. But he's also the guy that looked at Zach Wilson and said, that's that's my guy. Like very inf- and, and he's done such a good job with the, with everything else that I think you probably keep him and move forward with him. But how in the world can you draft another quarterback? You, you can't say to Joe Douglas, all right, here's the keys to the car, draft another quarterback, can you? I don't I don't think so. So now what does that mean? I'm going to bring in a Jimmy Garoppolo? So now I'm going to have to pay a lot of money for a, another quarterback, and I'm still play, paying Zach Wilson? But I, I, I said this earlier, and I, and I stand by it. If you know he's not the answer, you got to move on. It, it's, it stinks, but you have to move on. Sue B. in Midtown, New York City. Good morning, Sue B. Hey, Dave. I think Michael Flores is also coaching for his job because the last two weeks, I mean, creativity has been really low. So I think Michael Flores deserves some point, blame. And if they don't get Elijah Moore the ball this week, I'm going to be really mad because that guy has skill, talent, uh, even a short, like, 10-yard outpost, whatever you want to call it. I mean, Call the play specifically for the player instead of have Zach Wilson look around and see who's open because he's not going to be able to do that. So Mike White, design a play for Mims, Moore, Corey Davis if he's playing, and then get them the ball on one play or throw it out. That's all i got to say. Uh, I, I think you're, you're going to see a semblance of, of competency. Like Mike White is, is hardly great. But I think Mike White is, is competent in a backup role. I, I, and I'm not trying to kick him when he's down. I don't know what Zach Wilson is, is capable of, period, right now. Really, like, I, I don't know if he's capable of being a backup. Like, he, he, he misses passes that are simplistic. So I don't know what he's capable of. But I'm interested to see. I'm, I'm very intrigued at how this is going to play out. But I just, how, how does it play, how does it possibly play out? That heading into next year, 2023, September the 10th, I think is that first Sunday. That Zach Wilson is your is your starting quarterback. He's not, he's not going to start, I imagine, for a few weeks. And you think it's just going to be completely turned around? Very difficult to believe. Aaron in the car. Hi, Aaron. You're next up. Hey, Dave. Happy belated Thanksgiving to you and to the company. How you doing, Same man? Same to you, Aaron. I'm doing good, man. I appreciate the phone call. What do you got? Hey, so I mean, forget about looking around the league. Look at the look at the the previous quarterback that we had. Sam Darnold wasn't this bad. Um, but I wanted to kind of ask you, you know, leading up into that draft, um, for the longest time, it was it was just a foregone conclusion. Trevor Lawrence is going to go one. Uh, Justin Fields is going to go two. And then out of nowhere, Fields stock dropped dramatically, and then Zach Wilson's rose. So I wanted to ask you, like, because I'm sure you you guys were talking to Mel Kiper a lot at the time. You know, given the fact that, you know, Rick is Mel's uh, 
fat-free whipped cream dealer. Yes, he's the um, whipped cream connoisseur of the show. Yes. What? Like what? Like why that happened? Because it looks like I, a bad I, I mean, listen, I, I don't, I don't have the answer for you in front of me now. And thanks for the call. My, my guess would, be, I mean, the guy must. They, they liked what he did at BYU. He showed all the intangibles. He has a, he has a howitzer for an arm. And at the combine, he was phenomenal. And he made these throws that were otherworldly. And I'm sure when teams sat with him that they were impressed by what he had to say. And the fact that Justin Fields dropped in, in you know, into the double digits is, is really remarkable. And, and you know what? Justin Fields didn't look great either until he did. I mean, I, I, I mean, my question to you would be 20 starts, right, for Zach Wilson. How many, how many moments have you had where you said to yourself, oh, look, look at him. Oh, he's good. A- any, a couple, five, like not, not, not as, not nearly as many as should be right now. All right. So it's funny. I was like, boy, I wonder if on Saturday morning of Thanksgiving weekend with people out and shopping and traveling and bringing kids here and doing all, if we're going to get any calls for Stump Rothenberg, every line is jam packed. So you, you know, the segment, you love the segment anywhere you want to go. football. Movies, history, geography, anywhere you want to go. 1-800-919-3776. Joe Leo is going to make sure it's a decent question. And away we go. And away we go next right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. He knows sports. I'm intrigued by a lot of guys. And he's very humble. I go away, this show dies. So now it's time to see if you can stump Rothenberg. Is the DS4 or 7, by the way? And here we are, a Saturday staple. Stump Rothenberg brought to you by Slomans. Joe Leo. My genius on the other side. Where are we record-wise right now on this phenomenal segment? 401 and 82. And you're participating today. Is that accurate? That is correct. You have the five-pack and you have a, a regulation question? Correct. Wow. That's a lot for you. Can you handle that? I think I can handle it. You All know, right. it's a Thursday after Thanksgiving. you got to bring it. It's a Saturday, but okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's all right. It's it's early. You had a man calling from Kate May earlier today. That's true. We're not this, you to the this knowledge standards. rating is dropping down by the numbers now. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, and and in your mind, all of these are good, solid questions. Is that accurate? That is accurate. Okay. Al in Queens, lead us off. You're on Stump Rothenberg. Hello. Hello, Al. Yes. My question is, who is credited in the dictionary with inventing the word cyberspace? Inventing the word? Yes. I mean, I think it was like uh, I don't, I don't know. I think it was an, I think it was an author, and I think it, actually the internet was was originally created by the by the military. But I don't know what. But you're looking for an actual person? Yes. Yeah, I, I think it was an author, but I'm not sure of his name. His name was William Gibson. He was a, a science fiction writer. All right. Well, there William you go. Uh, put him on hold. That's that's a buzz. That's a. I mean, Joe, is that is that a, is that the kind of question we're looking for here, though? I thought it was a decent question. Yeah. 
All right, then I'll, I'll take it. Uh, Matt in Poughkeepsie. Matt, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, Dave. Short and sweet for you. Most interceptions among active players is a tie at the top of 33. Can you give me one of the two players? Hmm. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Devin McCourty. Final Devin answer. McCourty is one. Yeah. Yep, Devin McCourty's one. Yeah, that's, that's one and one, so now we're fighting back. Anthony in the mail truck. Nobody nobody loves this segment like uh, Anthony. Hello, David. Hello, Anthony. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, brother. Same to you and to yours. What do you got? Thank you. So uh, let's go back to 2003. MLB question. In the Marlins versus Cubs game, you remember the infamous foul ball caught by Steve Bartman, yeah. correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was the hitter and the pitcher of that infamous play? All right, so Alou is the left fielder. And that was game six, I believe, because it all completely fell apart. Yeah, I believe it was game five or six, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you may be right with six. I thought it was six because they were leading, and then it, then they scored like eight runs in the eighth. Um, the pitcher, I believe, was oh God. So Pryor started that game, and then Farnsworth came in. I'm going to say Kyle Farnsworth is the pitcher. And I don't really know the batter. I'm going to guess. And this is, a, a, I mean, just an absolute guess. Because he went down the left field line. Did he pull his ear right? I'm going to guess Derek Lee. So you're wrong with both. Ugh. You were right with Pryor. You were on the right track with Pryor. And it's funny because Joe Leo actually guessed Derek Lee also, but it was Luis Castillo. Really? Former Met Luis Castillo. All right. Yeah, well, I uh, Derek I got Lee it was wrong. the batter after. Right, I got it wrong. Give me the buzz. Give, give me the buzz, and we'll go. Uh, we'll move on at one and two. Let's go to Walker in Mawa. Walker, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, Dave. I got an NBA question for you. All right. All right. So there are three players in NBA history who are a franchise's all-time leader in points, rebounds, and assists. It's Michael for the Bulls, LeBron for the Cavs. Can you name the third and only other player who leads a franchise all-time in points, rebounds, and assists? Not John Stockton. Could it be Jason Kidd? It's not magic. All right. I, I'm going to guess, and I could certainly be wrong. 
But I'm going to say Russell Westbrook. The correct answer is Kevin Garnett for the Timberwolves. Oh. You see what's happening? This is just a terrible start. The stump Rothenberg. This is one in three. And two of them are real questions. The the, the first one I didn't, I didn't love, but that's okay. All right, 1-800-919-3776. We go across the country. John in L.A. John, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, David. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Hope please everything went well. And Thank here's my you. question. Who invented the ABCs? Just kidding. All right, here it goes. Here goes the real question. Yeah. Um, who, ha- who has the most passing yards in Thanksgiving all time? This is for a career, right? Uh, yes. The most passing yards all time on Thanksgiving so it's Day. Got, it's it's got to be Stafford or Aikman or Romo, I would guess. All right. Um, it's probably not Aikman just because they didn't throw as much. But it's somebody that played it. I'm going to say Stafford or Romo. I'm going to think Stafford had more chances. I'll go Matthew Stafford. Final well, Matthew, Matthew Stafford has a 3,000. Tony Romo has 2,038. You're right, Dave. Have a yes. good one. Thank you. He got me nervous when he started to give me the answer, like the walk through the answer. All right. So we're two and three. Uh, 1-800-919-3776. Chris and Beth Page. Chris, you're on. Stump Rothenberg. Dave, last pitcher in the National League to win a Cy Young one year and then lead the league in losses the following year. Just so you know, Corey Kluber did it in the American League <clears throat> recently. But I want to know the National League guy to do it. So the he, last won, one. he won the Cy Young in the National League. And then the following year led the league in losses. It's pretty remarkable. Yeah, Corey um, Kluber did it. Wow. That's not DeGrom. All right, I'm going to guess, and this is purely a guess. Jake Arietta. No, good guess, Dave, but uh, it's Oral Hershiser. So you got to go, go all the way back then, to... Uh... Yeah, Oral Hershiser, as you know, he killed the Mets in 88. And yep. then, uh, believe it or not, led the league in losses the following year in 89. I, bet I did so, not know that. All right, so that's two and four. It's, it's dreadful is what's happening here. Uh, 1-800-919-3776. We have a couple open phone lines if you'd like to play. And today would be the day you should play because I'm clearly not on my game. Uh, tryptophan has gotten to me. Joe Leo, do you want to ask your question? Sure, I can do that right now. All right, then go ahead. What? Uh, who is the player that has the most three points made in a single NBA playoff game? In one game? In one game. Um... I th- is it? Didn't he do it recently? God, I, all I can think of is Dame Lillard. And I think he had twelve, but is there someone more? Because Lillard did it like last year, but I don't know if that's the most ever. But can there be more than twelve? I'm gonna say mm, Clay Thompson. I know it a lot. I'm gonna go with Dame Lillard twelve, and I think it was last year. Final answer. That is correct. Dame Lillard yes. last year, I believe, in the yes. second round against Denver. Yes. 
All right, so now we're three and four, and you can feel maybe the tide is turning a little bit. 1-800-919-3776. Phone lines are open. Round two will commence next, right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. And we continue along with Stump Rothenberg. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Dave in Atlanta. Dave, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Uniform number question. What was Cool Hand Luke's prisoner uniform number? I mean, are we serious here? You're, you're ser- what was Cool Hand Luke? I mean, and Joe Leo, this this passes muster for you. What's wrong with this question? I think it's a good question. It's a movie question. Variety. What's uh, wrong with this question? Everyone who's seen the movie should know it. Yeah, I I, I, I don't like this question, but I believe it's actually no no no. I'm going to explain to you. All right, I think I've heard this before. Isn't it isn't it like a uh, a reference to the the Bible? Isn't that why he wears this number? Are you asking me that? Well, I, I believe that's the case. I, I believe that it's like a, a biblical reference. Um, and for that, I believe the number is 37. Very nice. But, but, Very I, nice. but I, th- I honestly believe that that question is, is, not, a, is not a good question. Paul Newman. It's one of the most. It's a a movie filled with symbolism. It's one of the biggest parts of this. A very symbolistic movie. All right. He he was a martyr. Uh, yes. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. That's four and four. I don't like that question. I got it right, and I don't like that question. Larry from Connecticut. Larry, you're on. Stump Rothenberg. Uh, hi Dave. Uh, So my question for you is: in the mid '80s. Uh, there was a Marvel comic that was um, themed around a team of uh, football players that became superheroes. Do you know the name of the comic? Well, I know that uh, what's his face was it was a jet. Um, uh, was it was it like Super Pro or something? Is that your answer? Yeah, I think that's what it was. No, it was kickers, uh, but that was close, though. Oh, all right. Um, I thought it was super pro. And then there was uh, what's the 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 Flash Gordon was he was he was a jet, but that's not Marvel. All right. Yeah. Um, Joe, you're doing a great job with these questions today. Honestly, just a phenomenal job. Let's go to Dan in Albany. Dan, you're on. Stump Rothenberg. Hey, Dave, I have a NBA related question here for you. Who holds, who holds the, the record for most technical fouls in their career? I know. For all time, whatever. <laughs> um, I know this. This is Kareem, I believe. And then Carl Malone is a not so distant second. Final answer. You got it. You got me. All right. So, what, what is that now? Joe Leo, where's our where's our record? 
After that one, you are five and six for today. Yikes. I got to at least get back to 500. 1-800-919-3776. Chris and Wanta. Chris, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Chris. Hey, Dave. Go ahead, Can you Chris. hear me, Dave? Yeah, I got you. All right. We're going to go 90s rock combined with sports, all right? Okay. All right. So Pearl Jam's first released album was called 10. You probably know every song Oogie on that Blaylock. album. Oogie Blaylock. Yeah, boy. There you go. <laughs> Boom. How about that, Joe Leo? I thought you would like that question. How's that? It's a good question, isn't it? That's a good answer. It's a great it answer. Good question, great answer. Six and six. 1-800-919-3776. So, Joe Leo, what do you want to do? You have, you have no first-rounders screen, but the phone lines are ringing off the hook, it looks like. How do you want to handle this right now? I'm going to take the screen. I'm going to look at the questions for the ones that are calling in right now, see if they're worthy, and if they are, we'll take them. If not, sorry, we'll move on to the second round. All right. So we, you need to do that quickly so we can buy a moment here. I'm getting on it right now. Yeah, 1-800-919-3776. So not a great start. And now we've rebounded to 6-6. Six and six. Jolio is currently screening callers to see if they're worthy. Otherwise, we have one, two, three people on hold for round two. And then, of course, the five-pack of questions as well. All right, Joe Leo, you're going to have to make a decision here. We can't keep people waiting forever. So. Now, in the meantime, Dave, how do you yeah. think you fared so far today? The first one? Let's get like I a little. I've, I think I've been uh, adequate. I think that I've, you know, I, 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 I don't think some of the questions have been great. I think, like, the, 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 the baseball question was good. I think that who invented cyberspace is, is just one of the worst questions I've ever heard. Um, I didn't even love the uh, what number prison uniform did Cool Hand Luke wear. But I like the six and six. It's not great, but we're gonna we're gonna end with double digit victories. So I I think that would be a good a good finish. All right, we can't wait anymore. This is taking a very very long time, Joe Leo. You're doing a a terrible job. Um, one hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So let's go to round two and let's go to Anthony in the mail truck. Anthony, with a chance at the daily double. You're on. David. Justin Jackson. The NBA player currently? No, 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 no. Justin Jackson in the NFL. Sorry, Lions. Former oh, the running uh, back. Charger. The running yes. back. Sorry. Uh, number forty-two, Justin Jackson. Oh, I know where he went. He went to Northwestern. Running back, Northwestern. You're the best, Dave. There we go. And that's seven and six. And now we go to Walker in Mawa, who has his round two question. Walker. Dave, former point guard J.J. Barea. Northeastern. Thank you. Is that accurate, Walker? I guess it was because he just hung up. Chris and Beth Page. He's going to ask me like a 70s third string tight end. Make it a good one, Chris. All right. Uh, and I saw this guy run back a punt against our beloved giant. Vi Sikahama. I, I believe. And he turned into a boxer. I believe he's BYU. And you'd be correct, David. Yeah. The Tongan descent. <laughs> and he, he returned a touchdown against the Giants and then started boxing against the goalposts. So that's now what? Jolio, nine and six? 
Correct, nine and six. You do, you're doing a great job screening. You feel good? I feel good. Okay. Why don't you go ahead with your five-pack? So the five-pack, it's all football because of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. First is Wilbert Montgomery. Wilbert Montgomery. He went to like, Texas A&I or some, somewhere. Uh, Abilene Christian, I believe. Sorry, Jackson State. Wilbert Montgomery. The former Eagle. No, I don't think that's accurate. We can double check that. We can move on. Yeah, there's there's no there's no way. Here's my question for you: How are you looking up and asking me, and then you're wrong? How does that possibly happen? I'm not. I, because I'm going off a of Pro Football Reference. Wilbert Montgomery did not go to Jackson State. Walter Payton went to Jackson State. Lewis Tillman went to Jackson State. All right. Well, We'll count you'll, it for you. You'll look that up for me. Yes. But, and then you'll, Next, you'll admit on air that you, you yes. spoiled yourself, right? Next is Billy Sim- Billy Sims. Oklahoma. Next, Neil Anderson. Oh! Do I get it? Yes. That's Next correct. who? Neil Anderson. The running back for the Bears? Yes. Florida. Um, I'll say University of Florida. That's correct. Oh! Former Cowboy Tony Hill. The wide receiver. Yes. Tony Hill went to Stanford. That's correct. And just because of Thanksgiving, it, Charlie Brown, the former Washington wide receiver. Part of the fun bunch, Charlie Brown. Yes. You didn't. You never heard of the fun bunch. Yes, I have. You, My dad's a giant bunch? fan. Grew up, he's a little bit older than you. I, uh, I believe he's South Carolina State, number 87, Charlie Brown. That is correct. All right, now I want you live on air. Okay. To, to look up Wilbert Montgomery. All right. Let me. And, and I, I will let everyone know that, that that was Stump Rothenberg brought to you by Slowman's. Low price home heating oil and 24 hour service. Call 1 866 Oil Deal right now to see how much you can save this winter on heating oil with Slowman's. That's 1 866 Oil Deal. Wilbert Montgomery, what's the answer? It, we're both correct. Jackson State and, and Abilene Christian. So did I get the answer accurate? You got it correct, Dave. You got it correct. All right. Soil yourself there, Joe Leo. All right. And there you have it. So what does that finish on? Uh, are we 14 and 6? Is that right? 14 and 6 today. You that's not Didn't that's look not great bad. at the beginning, but you turned it around. That's not bad. All right. 1-800-919-3776. The Jets and the Giants. And then we have a frenzy. And then we'll do some Knicks. And maybe a little soccer as another match from over in Qatar, is about to start. It's Rothenberg with you. Oh, it's thrilling stuff. Rothenberg with you on 98.7 ESPN.